0: Welcome back to the Kind of Funny Screencast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes, and I'm joined by the Big Daddy himself, Greg Miller. Hello, Tim. The Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Good morning, everyone. The producer slash seducer, Nick
1: Scarpino. Top of the morning to you, Tim. How you doing, Nick? I'm good. I got these little, we, we, I got these little things right here for my eyeballs. Hello. <laughs> my special <laughs> power would be I could just fart out mini Reese's peanut butter cups whenever I want and stick them in my mouth. I uh, like but it better on when your eyeballs eye,
2: coins for your eyes for the river sticks. I like that joke better.
1: Uh, Tim, set me up again, please. (laughs) Nick, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I got these coins for the river stick. (laughs) Oh, no, Nick
2: passed away. Come back, Nick. We love you.
0: (laughs) This, unfortunately, (laughs) is the kind of funny screencast. Where each and every week we get together to talk about the latest in TV movies and trailers. Of course, you can get it on YouTube.com/slash kinda funny or roosterteeth.com. You can get it uh ad-free and watch live as we record it by going to patreon.com slash kinda funny, just like our Patreon producers Gordon Maguire, Molecule, and Fargo Brady have done. We appreciate all of you so very much. Today we're brought to you by Shopify and Athletic Greens, but I'll tell you all about that later. I want to talk about the Hero Gasm episode of The Boys Season 3. I want to start off. It's rare that I do this, but I want to start off here. This was a Red Wedding level episode of television (laughs) to me. And I, they hyped it up And I wasn't sure exactly what they were hyping, but the last week, everyone involved with the show was like, this is the one to keep your eyes on. They had that warning message they put out saying that this wasn't appropriate for anyone. They were absolutely correct. I cannot believe the level of quality of this episode, of this show, that is already such a damn amazing show. I feel like we got movie-level fight scenes in this thing. We saw so many characters interact with deep, meaningful conversations that I never expected we would have got in the show, period, let alone multiple in the same episode. This one episode felt like three or four great episodes of some of my favorite TV shows. I cannot believe how much they did with their one hour runtime here of every single thing the boys is good at. Just 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10 across the board of every single thing they were doing. And how was this not the final episode of the season? How the hell is this not even the second to last episode? We still got a couple left. How is that possible?
3: Andy Cortez, what did you think? uh i'm right there with you man this shocking in so many different ways i think going into this episode i did not expect the showdown that we had near the end of it i expected all of the hype to just be for the crazy sex uh you know here at this orgy stuff we're gonna see a lot of boobs a lot of butt and wieners uh and a butthole which what didn't expect to see a butthole. But um, we lingered on it, too. Yeah, they lingered on it for sure. Um, And I that's the level of shock that I was expecting. Of course, you know, it's the boys. You're going to get a couple of gory shots here and there. But I was not expecting that final showdown to actually happen Mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. And it delivered on every level. Um, I. It was so awesome to watch Butcher get knocked down, get back up, surprise him. Here comes Huey. And yeah, legitimately, when you bring up Red Wedding, I'm I, that level of stress and uh, I don't know, just my the body heat. I feel like Soldier Boy, like I'm about to explode right now. Because during that episode, I just felt like, God damn, dude, I, I can't take this level of stress right now. And I miss this. I haven't felt this. About a TV show in a long time. And yeah, delivered on every level. Absolutely 10 out of 10.
1: Nicholas? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you guys. Like, I, I love they called it hero gasm. That was the name of the episode, right? And, uh, and, and and it's an event, but it's also what the episode is. It, it's all the things you wanted to see happening in one episode, and then it doesn't end. It's not the last episode. Mm-hmm. I, I could have swore that the Homelander Soldier Boy sh- Showdown was gonna, they were gonna build that up to the very, very last thing. And then there was gonna be some sort of red herring and Soldier Boy's going be like, we've been brothers the entire time. But no, they gave you exactly what you wanted here. It was a great fight. And then you get that wonderful image of, homelander at the very end staring into the mirror and we already know why he does that because he's talking to his alter self who's just like hyping him up being like you're better than everything you know that that scene was great but i think we got a lot of great scenes i think we got the a-train scene in this which was amazing i think yeah. we got um, a lot more character development for kimiko and, and frenchie um i think she i i, I love where they're 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 pushing her character in this and i'm, I'm curious how they're going to get her um her powers back because i think she needs them it's very just an awesome episode altogether, and I can't wait for them to see. I can't wait to see what Homelander does next and see what they, how they score off against him because you know he's going to come with fucking thunder.
0: Greg.
2: Yeah, I echo everything I, everybody said here. I mean, for me, as soon as it was over and credit started, the first thing I did was go to Google. I was like, was that the finale? Like, I didn't, I, I thought there was more episodes than this, and thank God there are because, yeah, like, this feels like a season finale of having homelander pinned down having like you know when you get out of here huey no not a fucking chance i was like oh shit they're gonna I, like to sit there and be like are they actually about to fucking do it and kill homelander to have him get away uh yeah to have a train collapse on the road uh to have starlight you know literally phone it all in right <laughs> on her instagram page and be like i'm fucking done here's what's happening like i thought Wow, what a fucking episode! And you want to talk about not being able to wait till next week, not you know, wanting to know what happens like again, 10 out of 10 episode. And I was right there with you of like when they were building it up and doing all the things, and all the even like the you know, as we were talking about, I think it was last week, all the episode descriptions are funny in, in universe kind of things. The way they built up Hero Gasm throughout the week, throughout the Instagram posts, Jason made, or Jensen making posts, you know, Jack Quaid making posts, Carl Urban making posts. I was like, all right, they're probably going over the top with it but again it was like not just the crazy sex <laughs> happening all around right and the gigantic fucking cum shot on um <laughs> mm like like it was in general just the plot threads coming together here and being fucking insane i can't wait i can't wait for next week
0: the plot threads coming together but also kind of like leading into new opportunities right i, I forget the name but the 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 person that pops people's heads um her whole story Victoria, yeah. Her scene with Starlight was so damn good of, like, her kind of setting up this this new status quo with the two of them of, like, we could work together in this weird way, but, like, It just kind of opens the possibilities of where her character can go and and definitely Starlight as well. But even her just being like, you know, it'd be hard to take you down, but not impossible and walking Mm -hmm. away and her nosebleed a little. It's like, holy crap, this is so fucking good. I love that every conversation, it seems like the power dynamic shifts so violently between different characters on this show and to have all the plot threads kind of reach their head in the most beautiful way this episode, but then to also kind of even uh, deepen What we think of some of these characters and their development like mm like his whole relationship with ocd the way he's talking about that in this uh and him facing off against butcher and that whole situation with soldier boy it was like wow i did not expect mm who was one of my least favorite characters of the show not because like he's not great but just because everyone else is so much more elevated than him in terms of what they have to do i think that this season has been his kind of like starring moment to really like find a rise where it's like oh dude now he's equal with everyone else and that especially with the uh the frenchy kimiko storyline that has been always a constant and i feel like it was a real big season one uh kind of moment and then I feel like it's kind of been on not cruise control but like we didn't know what to expect from them for the last like couple like season and a half uh yeah. but their whole scene was so damn raw and real especially after the last couple episodes of their emotional turmoil to get this fucked up and and just fucked up man I don't know it this it's crazy
1: yeah I, I mean and, and that's the, they uh it's mother's milk and 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 those storylines have sort of been secondary and i think they're coming to a head now which is kind of cool like I, I think uh seeing mm sort of like have that moment where he faces off against soldier boy and is willing to die for it and then having uh you know uh, starlight pulling back but like dude we you, you, you have to help these other people you have another purpose in this life uh was super cool and then having kimiko realize like and, and this is what's what's fascinating is we all know we want her to get her powers back right because she's she's freaking the Wolverine, um. But having her realize that, like, the powers aren't what made her a monster. It's just the fact that she's... She's a killer. I mean, she's been a killer. She she's killed before to survive, and that's who she is. And it's not the powers that have done that to her. I think it's such a cool revelation. And my question is, like, is she now going to go on the path of being like, well, if I'm going to be a killer, if I am who I am, and I'm accepting myself, I might as well have this awesome regenerative power where I can't die and I can go kill little Nina because that's about to that's about to pop off like crazy. And kudos to that actress. I, I meant to look her name up, um, the one that plays the the Russian gangster Nina, but she's she's great. That whole squad is great what a great scene
2: it, that was i think you know we jumped yeah. to hero guys and we jumped to starlight stuff the 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 frenchy kamiko stuff has been so good throughout the season let alone last week's episode with the kiss then that and then for this one to escalate right and when he comes in they put him in the bike lock to the thing i was like oh my god like it felt to me like uh when last of us part two was happening the early parts of that and the big stuff that happens in that game where you're just sitting there sick to your stomach because i'm like i don't know how they're going to get out of this without i don't know how they're going to get out of this unscathed like i didn't know how you know frenchie is going to have to watch somebody die or even when Kamiko gets pinned down and he's just fucking wailing on her wound i was like oh my god are they about to kill her like i really this is what i think so special about the show is that obviously you have the core cast of the boys you have then the seven and homelander like I really do, even though it sounds goofy, I do feel like all of them are fair game. Like, I, they could have killed Kamiko here, and I wouldn't, I would have been shocked, but I wouldn't have been like shock, shock. Like, like you know how you watch certain things, like you, a Justice League cartoon or whatever, you know the Justice League isn't gonna die or whatever. Like, okay, I, okay. I, I, when Homelanders pinned down, I know he's not going to get killed, but then there's this moment creeping in of like, are they about to fucking kill Homelander? Are they about to do it? And then, you know, they instate, instate, reinstate Soldier Boy as something even worse. Like, what the fuck's about to happen? And that was just so well played. This whole episode had me on the edge of my seat because I really didn't know what was about to happen.
4: There was a moment. I was going to say real quick. There was a moment at the very end where Starlight's doing her speech where I'm sitting there kind of like flinching, like waiting to see if her head pops, well yeah, no yeah. I, uh, yeah, if her head pops well, something.
2: I just meant yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, but like I and like I could totally see that happening and it's wild. Totally. what a good show. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I want to. Lo- I want to call out the actual Homelander fight too with with Soldier Boy because my expectation was gonna be like, oh, they're gonna match up, but it was pretty quickly like, oh no, <laughs> Homelander's way more powerful than these guys are, and it took three of them to at least hold him down. But I thought that was really well done because for a second you're like, oh, he's fighting him, but it would be like if Captain America fought Superman. You're like, know, first maybe he holds his own, or when Captain America fought Thanos. You're like, this is kind of cool no. for a second, but you know, it's only a matter of time before Remember this Captain American just...
2: can like do a nuclear blast out of his chest. So I don't know if it's exactly what to well, one. well,
1: but yeah, but he can't really control that, right? Like he can't, I mean, he, he kind of sort of can, but that's like his rage yeah. when, when the
3: rage. Well, I was thinking he was
2: warming up to use it there against Homelander.
3: I thought, it, I think of it as like a burp. You can kind of do it on your own. Sometimes it just sure. happens, you know? Yeah. Sometimes and I do want to say, hey, burp.
2: I don't do this often. Pat on the back to me. For being like, no, the Homelander-Butcher conversation happened. And you all being like, no, no, that was in Butcher's head. Yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And the yeah. Homelander shows up in this one is like, Butcher, we had an agreement. We're going to fight right. to the death one day. Death, that, yeah. that, I, I noticed that too, and I thought that was you, Tim. weird. Fuck you, Tim. It's weird, man. Fuck you, Tim. That, weird, Tim. Tim, fuck you, Tim. Andy, I don't know what side you're on, but
3: join in with me. Fuck no, you, I mean, Tim. I was on Tim's, Tim's Tim. side. because It, it doesn't matter. Join me. Fuck you, fuck you, uh, Tim. Fuck, <laughs> you, <laughs> fuck <laughs> you, fuck you. It's
2: fun, see? <laughs> if you're at home, do it. If you're driving, keep both hands on the wheel.
3: I, I was pretty shocked by that as well. Like, I legitimately thought that that was a scene that played out in his head because, you know, it's not like the Homelander can just... He's not Batman. He never really leaves scenes like that. He always, shoom, fucking flies out in a very dramatic fashion. He's showing so. you something else he can do. You know, How did he, he talk on the
0: thing. TV, then?
3: Yeah. That
0: was a different thing. <laughs> it's weird. a different thing, Tim. It was a different thing. Um, <laughs> I do <laughs> want to... Eddie, uh, before you do that, though, Let me tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I've been using AG1 the last few months because I figured it was well past time I start thinking about vitamins, but I'm usually not the biggest fan of their format. So being able to drink a flavored water is much more up my alley. And I'm a huge fan here of the fact that it doesn't taste super healthy. It kind of has like this mild tropical taste to it that I look forward to every morning. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfood, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day Right. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreenscom kind of funny. Again, that's athleticgreenscom kind of funny to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance, athleticgreens.com slash kind of funny. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved only for big businesses to everyone. So upstarts, startups, established businesses, content creators alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales and effortlessly stay informed. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to across the globe. Our content creator friends use Shopify to manage all their merch sales and stuff. And I recently got Gia a pair of Allbirds from the Allbirds website, which also uses Shopify. So that's an example of big websites using Shopify for their sales. You can gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting on conversion rates, profit margins, and to help you supercharge your knowledge of your sales and your success. You can go to shopify.com slash KF games, all lowercase for a free 14 day trial, and you can get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify. Shopify today go to Shopify.com slash KF games right now that's Shopify.com slash KF games for a free 14-day trial Shopify.com slash KF games
3: go for it Andy the A train sequence um I I don't want to say like this man redeemed himself still a pretty terrible Mm. person for sure but I'm just I think he's dead. I I don't think he just collapsed. Like, I do think that that was the way to kind of write him out and the way to kind of get him out of the show um, in a way that feels satisfying because we see that initial meeting that he has with the PR lady. I forget her name. Ashley. And her finally sticking up to him and him not really fighting back, which that was a great sequence, by the way, her being like, I just said this out loud. I can't believe that I finally stood up. To a soup and said how I feel, because I this job is hell. Yeah. And to sort of have him have this sort of introspective moment there was surprising to me. And then when uh when Huey walks up to him there at the Hero Gasm, it's just like, Huey, not now, man. What are you doing? Not now. But he's got that he's
2: got that that fucking
3: making (laughs) him feel like he's got he can do anything in the world. I loved that. He is Uh, so roid raged, but We get another moment of, you know, like this, this man actually does feel bad. He finally understands what it feels like now after his family member got completely destroyed by Blue Hawk. And now he, now he gets it and he's, he sees what can happen to a family and what soups can do. And I wasn't expecting any sort of a, and Any sort of thing to be resolved in this episode, much like I wasn't expecting the fight scene at the end. Um, so in a way, it felt like 1% forced <laughs> to walk out of that place everybody's on fire everybody's dead it, they just had a nuclear bomb go off outside of, or in um in soldier boy's chest or whatever and for him to be like blue hawk and even blue hawk's like dog what are you doing not right now like there's a there's psychopath a, there's a and they're ready to kill all, all of us everybody, yeah. and uh i i it was just awesome as hell to finally see him confront that and Yeah, I do think he's dead because he we've known the consequences. We've known that if he runs fast again, his heart is so screwed up from all those drugs and uh, and he's going to die. And I I really do think that he is dead and it wasn't just a collapse sort of moment. At least I hope he's dead. I think that's kind of a good way to write him out
0: i'm with you important. on that too and i i think that he is and i think it's kind of the best possible ending for this character because he's done so much irredeemable bad shit that we've mm-hmm. seen that like to nick's point that he always makes it's like characters once they cross a certain line it's like they cannot be redeemed and i think that what happened here is him being redeemed in our eyes as much as possible but he still needs to die like he still needs the those kind of like uh ramifications of everything and to greg's point earlier about everything feels like it's on the line like anything can happen to any of these characters that's so impressive for this show because unlike shows like game of thrones or walking dead it's not killing off main characters willy-nilly right like our core cast has essentially been here from day one there's been a couple like uh potential near misses and like we thought a train had died in like season one like there was like moments of like uh people thinking people were dead and then they ended up being okay so to get this far into it and to see the con- confrontation between blue hawk and a train and once he starts running it's like we all know it's like oh you can't do this it's like you're about to kill him and suicide like this is like your final fucking action i was like damn man they earned this moment in a way that i just would have never seen coming but i do think it's like such a great use of their trust that they built with us in terms of how they treat their main characters and that anyone can die but they're only going to die when it really 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 makes sense and and is like
3: a final like cherry on the top of their storyline i was hoping he was going to body like a skateboard on the body like oh my god
1: Really, that was was so disgusting. Dragged him for like 300 miles until he was just a pulp of like a foot left. That wasn't enough for you?
3: It was so bad, man. Like that was was so brutal. I I will never. I I don't know. I don't think I'll ever get over the amount of gore in this show. Like I'll never kind of get past it and get to a point where I'm desensitized to it because it just keeps on finding ways to amp itself up, and it's it's always shocking.
1: I uh, I want to segue over to just talking about Huey and Starlight because I feel like this was like the the final pin in their relationship. I feel like this was a breakup at the end, right? Yeah. Where it, the, the subtext of him talking to her, she her being like, "You said you were okay with it." He's like, "I'm I'm not okay with it. Sometimes, like I I this it's not okay with me. I want to I want to be." But a then he hero. like dialed
2: it down, and I loved her just being like, "Man, I thought it was the V that was making you this way, but it really V's just it's what they said earlier, right? I think last episode, right? Of like. The V, temporary V is really, it's like, you know, super serum, right? It's just bringing out what's already inside of you. Yeah.
1: I thought it was really well done. I, f- I feel like their, their relationship arc, as much as they, when we started off, I was like, oh, I really want this to work. I'm like, I think this has just run its course. You got to go your separate ways. Yeah. She's she's heading toward being sort of like the the poster person uh, for for reform in the superhero community, and he's become an assassin, which is crazy to think. Like, there's that moment where she's like, he, "He this guy's gonna kill a lot of people." He's like, "Nah, it's not gonna, it's not gonna go like that." And so it's like, "Yes, it is." What the hell do you think is gonna happen? He's gonna explode. In this whole house. and sure, and sure enough, that's exactly what happened. He took the entire you know first two floors off the off the floor or off the house. So pretty fascinating to see her. I mean, and and, uh, and and shout out to Aaron Moriarty for for like just having that great character transition where she's like i've just hit such a such a level of not caring or like or, or destitute that i just the only thing i could do is tell the truth and turn the phone on and i thought that was a great way to end the episode 100 yeah.
0: and another thing that i love about this and this has been true for the entire show run but i feel like just keeps getting better and better is like for this episode to kind of nail all of its like bigger moments and the fight scenes and the confrontations that we've been waiting for and all that stuff but then also to still do the great kind of uh, it's not mixed media but like mixed style things of like doing the the old movie footage of uh soldier boy <laughs> and like them watching it with the the twins and like them doing their thing. Like I love how last episode had a musical section and this episode had that sure. and and a couple episodes singing ago imagine. there's like there's the, oh, oh, the singing God. imagine. Oh, what a we can even talk that about was. that. But like that whole thing with all the celebrity cameos like I uh, love that this show is just its world is so, so well realized that like constantly it's those fun moments that don't feel like it's breaking the the world of the show or how we're enjoying it but then also like every single piece of merchandise being related to VOT somehow like a burger uh being the thing that social boy's eaten in the beginning or like there's the 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 pride mave popsicles it's like damn man like the the production design of this show is like it's just such on a different level man
1: yeah what do we where do we feel like black noir went do we feel like he is he in the wind or do you think he's got something going on? i loved that scene where he's like i'm glad i got you and he's like He's just, God, he's just out. just that, that, that was an elevator was just a bang up job of being like just yeah. i've
0: been thinking about this and I, I totally forgot i want to re-watch the last episode of the animated show the boys present diabolical because i remember that was the one that was canon to the show and it involved black noir yeah he's he, he, right. a little note for homelander or whatever when they're about to fight yeah. What was, What's the top level pitch on that, just to refresh my memory?
4: that That's essentially Homelander's first mission, and it goes poorly. Yeah. You, you want me to spoil the rest it. of it?
2: Yeah. 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 Spoiler. yeah, yeah spoiler. So then
4: the next step is uh, Black Noir. He thinks Homelander thinks he's going to have to kill Black Noir. He looks at Black Noir, and Black Noir kind of lets him know that, like, it's okay. Like, we're just going to cover this all up. Mm hmm. So gotcha. okay.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's what I remember. I yeah. I didn't remember I remember when we edited watching it we were just like oh fuck I totally forgot
3: what this world is and now I feel like yeah. I'm way
0: more in the world. <laughs> um sure Yeah, I, mean.
3: I I have no idea. Like part part of me wonders is this a like I I don't know how the episode ended and when the last time in the episode we heard from Black Noir um I obviously feel like he's way too important of a character to just kind of use that as a way to let him escape. Um, I do think that maybe that's just a way to throw us off the scent and uh, try to get us to forget about him for a bit. And then maybe yeah. he comes in for one big, I have his have heroic that. moment, you know, I, I or he think kills that, Boy or something.
4: I, I was just, say, I think they did two really interesting things. One introducing like the, not introducing, but like having that moment where uh, Anthony Starr like, almost breaks down when he finds out that Black Noir ran away. Yeah. Like that was I feel like that was some really solid acting and like for a moment <sighs> you're so like good. oh my God. <laughs> like Homelander like thinks that one of his best friends just betrayed him. And then yeah. the other thing is uh the his twins his only friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The uh the twins just uh completely blamed Black Noir. They straight up said that he was the mastermind of everything going on, which right. out of everyone from Payback, the only person that's still involved with Vought uh, on a, like, hero level... Black Noir. Is Black Noir. So I wonder if Black Noir has been pulling the strings to get his agenda moving forward. And, yeah, things didn't pan out with half his face fucking melting. Yeah, but, there there, yeah. there
3: were some people in my Twitch chat last night that were like, well, it's also a great scapegoat because he doesn't talk. So, like... Right. It's an easy kind of way to just pin it on somebody. But goddamn, like, I'm just so fascinated by whatever the ramifications of this whole thing are going to be. And again, man, that I mean, that fight scene was just so, so damn intense. Like that that level of sort of Game of Thrones feeling of like anybody right now could die and they don't. And I don't care. I don't feel like it's a cop out. It's just it's done well enough that like I trust them to make a good, satisfying show.
0: And on uh, top of that it was like it was satisfying when it was Captain America versus Superman holy shit we're actually getting it and they're they're making it feel right and then we get butcher involved and you're like oh fuck I thought if they maybe for the rematch it's like no no they're doing it here and then Huey gets involved it's like yo you just jumped from like Iron Man one to fucking Avengers like so quickly and they it was awesome and it was all kind of built up and Huey teleporting goes from being goofy to badass but still being goofy it's just like this perfect of like growing with these
1: characters. Yeah, I love Uh, that shot with Carl Urban fighting him or Carl Urban just like he knows he just wants to he just wants to fucking get it on. He's got the I mean? bloody mouth and stuff
2: smiling. And smiling through it. yeah, the yeah, that was, awesome. that was like I just uh, want to fuck this guy up. When he had the bloody mouth smiling while he's fighting, I was like, oh man, shades of green goblin from yeah. No Way oh, Home. Yeah. Right. Where I was like, Oh yeah, this guy's he is this is what he's wanted forever and he's getting it. And I loved, you know, Homelander's reaction, I'm like, how are you doing this? <laughs> like, how are you uh, still alive or whatever? What's going on? Like Kevin. I love catching say? them off guard like that.
4: Oh, just one more thing with the Black Noir. It, like it, like what you were saying, Andy, Like, it's really easy to use that as a scapegoat, but it also is really interesting to think that someone like that could be pulling the strings and then no one suspect them because they seem so much like a quiet, unassuming yeah, character. Yeah. Uh, like the, uh, the idea that Vought can see everything out of his eyes kind of changed perspective if suddenly he's trying to like you know control them by showing them different things you know
1: well it's curious also like like we haven't seen from Edgar we haven't heard anything from him since he was sort of like ousted and you know he's coming back you know there's something back there I remember he was the guy originally running that team so he's got to be ultimately responsible for some of this if not all of it I'm not sure if there was like I'm curious to see where that's going to go because he's got because Esposito has to come back into this to some degree I mean, we have two hours left this season.
0: <laughs> like that's wild to me. They can do I mean, this much episode to episode. Like two fucking more of what we just got right now left.
1: But what a great way to set it up, because it kind of reminds me of. Did you guys ever see? Have you guys ever see the Usual Suspects? There's that great moment where mm-hmm. Chaz Palminteri is like, "You, if you saw Kaiser Sose, why didn't you pull the trigger?" It's like, "How do you shoot the devil? And what do you do if you miss?" And it's that terrifying mm-hmm. moment where it's like they just missed the devil. They had that was their chance. What is Homeland are gonna do now? Because they're not gonna get that chance
3: again. He's not. You know, he's yeah, gonna next come. Time back he's gonna come in rage.
4: super fast. Yeah, yeah.
3: That that yell from him when he's on the ground of just pure rage and around. anger and yeah. fear, almost like I mean, just if, I gotta get, get imagine, the
4: fuck out of here. Ugh. That was probably the first time he's ever been overpowered physically. Yep. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. uh, also the end where he's just sitting there I looking at his bruise. Like, again, he, he was just hyping himself up, being like, you are marble, and suddenly now he's got a bruise on his fucking face. Yeah, yeah. God, yeah. this damn show. This show. <laughs> is so fucking, yeah. Not to mention
2: when he's talking to himself in the mirror before the fight, right, not the end there. Like, I felt for him. Oh, like yeah. you know what I mean? Like I hate Homelander, like he's a horrible fucking th- person, soup, whatever. And I watch him in that thing, and I'm like, fuck, dude. I wish I could give him a hug. I wish there was somebody there that was like normal to talk to him. And like, not- I mean, granted, at this point you get your face melted off at some point by him, but
1: shit. Yeah, man, what a fucking that's show. Ha- that's happened so many times in, in every season with-, with him. And uh I-, I like to apologize for what I've been calling him Anthony Star for the longest Anthony. time. Kevin just blew my brain. Like oh, uh, yeah, my Anthony? mind, uh, it's Anthony. Joss. <laughs> <laughs> Joss. <laughs> Joss.
4: <laughs> but yeah but
1: anthony Starlight just does such a great job of even playing the most twisted fucked up evil character but giving you that little kernel of sympathy for him which makes him so compelling because you're like you do kind of feel like he's built all this armor up around himself he's also very psychotic but he's got all these things from like his this this childhood trauma and all this crap and he's a psychopath and all that's built in but then he just got his ass beat and it's kind of sad you're like oh okay
3: but he's going to come back with a fire. That Smeagol Gollum scene was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. That was really good.
1: A lot better done than in that one movie you like, Andy. Yeah, it won a lot of awards.
0: I mean, real <laughs> time, it was a better better version of the Green Goblin Spider-Man 1 situation, oh, Spider-Man yeah. trilogy situation. But I love that this show can use our knowledge of those things and make those illusions and kind of be like, fill in the gaps and make them even better. And I, another version of that is uh, like soldier boy being Captain America, but also kind of being winter soldier. It seems like with the, the way that he's exploding and all this stuff. Like, I just love how much they play with our knowledge of other yeah. comic books and other superheroes, but then kind of have that level of parody level of satire. But then on top of it's this beautiful bow of just, it all connects and works because this alone is a great story with great characters.
1: Yeah. It's funny though, because Homelander, if you notice every season, Homelander has to have that, that person to bounce off of. In, in the first season, it was Elizabeth Shue's character. Uh, and then we got Stormfront, and now he has no one left in his life to be the sympathetic like person yeah. that can tell him he's great. So it's just himself now. It's just that, his reflection in the mirror that's doing that, which is so sad on so many levels. Well, yep. I think an
4: important thing to note is, like I don't think that that's new, right? Like he, the, That person Probably was not, like, yeah. yeah, I got you through the padded room, right? Is what he said, I think. Yeah, so. when he was a kid or whatever when it was. he was a kid, yeah. yeah
1: the stranger things room where he was in, he was born in Oh man. Stranger things coming back. We got a lot of good stuff to look forward to.
0: A lot of good stuff to look forward to here on the kind of funny screencast. Of course, we will be reacting to the next two episodes of the boys and so much more. Miss Marvel Kenobi's all wrapped up. You can check out our thoughts uh, over youtube.com slash kind of funny or your favorite podcast service, search for screencast till next time. Let us know in the comments below what you thought of hero gasm. I love you all. Goodbye. Woo.